Good evening, good evening, good people. Listen, it is another, another dope episode of the Fat Girl Chronicles. We are in the building tonight. And we got a guest with us. We've been bringing y'all some dope guests. And if y'all ain't been watching, I don't know what y'all been doing. So you need to go back and watch the other episodes from last month leading up to the show today because we've had some amazing guests bringing some dope conversations, great things to talk about, great things for you all to tap into yourself, your life, your home, all of that stuff. So tonight, as you can see, we have our beautiful guest. Her name is Miss Khadijah Taylor with us of Home and Sanctuary. And of course, we got the fellas with us on tonight. Um, Moses, tell the people who you is, who you are. What's going on? What's going on? Brooklyn representing Moses, Haitian boy images. You know what it is. Get at me. He get a haircut and he can't even do an intro no more. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. You coming at my neck with the with the Charlie Brown Crazy. <laughs> I didn't do it. Um, though. I said nothing. I said nothing. Okay. I said nothing. She had to send the goons to do the work. She was thinking it though. Oh, I'm a go oh, now. Minding my business. Oh, wow. I'm minding my business. Okay. So, uh, Pablo, tell the people who you are. Hey everybody, what's going on? This is your boy Pablo, aka Grandma's favorite grandson, aka the bearded wonder, the man of a thousand names, Mr. Moore, aka's and HBCU. Pinky's up. What's going on? CEO of that thing of ours, Sarkarigan's Media Group. We here. Sir. Slow said down. who I am. That's who I am. All right. Slow down. All of it. All of the gangsters. That is slow. The- that was slow. You know how I used to come out. It used to, it used to be like, it was it was the gang of them, but I, I slowed it down just a little bit. Jesus. Okay. And Miss Khadijah, I'm not going to let you introduce yourself. Okay. I'm going to introduce you, honey. Thank we you. have none other than Miss Khadijah Taylor, who is a native of Denver, Colorado. Okay. She was telling us about it before we came on. She is a native of Denver, Colorado, and she also graduated from the University of Colorado at Denver. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So she began her career in property management, where she spent over 11 years in affordable housing, serving many disadvantaged and marginalized populations in the city. Better come on and serve the community. <laughs> During this time, she served on various project committees for rehabs, renovations and new bills and she fell in love with design and knew it was time to make a change listen when god calls it's time mm-hmm. to do your thing mm-hmm. so in 2016 she decided to spread her wings and venture into the world of real estate and home design which ultimately led her to open home and sanctuary home and sanctuary is a multi-service interior design firm with a deep commitment to building thoughtful and caring relationships with our clients. We believe that space is sacred, land is spiritual, and your home is your sanctuary. You better come on with that. We value the importance that land and space play in the overall wellness of a person. 
and we make it our business to help you discover how thoughtful design can be a practice of self-care and self-love. Listen, yeah. <laughs> Fat Sam, I need y'all to welcome Miss Khadija Taylor. Thank <laughs> you for having me. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Listen, hello. <laughs> I'm a, I am super excited to have you on here for several reasons. One, because you do interior design. But two, because I am in the process of making my home my sanctuary and intentionally curating my space. So I'm looking forward to all of the possibilities of what we're going to learn tonight. And I hope my sisters are watching because they are redesigning their homes and making their spaces their own. So I'm hoping they are watching as well. I love it. So tell us first and foremost, like we got the bio, but tell us like what was that that little extra push to get you into interior design? Oh, you know, I think it was that extra push that most Black folks experience. You realize that when you're in corporate America, um, you may not, or a lot of times are not given the opportunities that you want to flourish and experience your career um, in the way that you want. And you know, at heart, I am a free spirit. Um, I never really enjoyed working for someone, but I loved I loved the work I was doing. And so mm-hmm. I just took it as my nudge from God, universe, to go out and do my own thing. Um, I have been putting off becoming a broker in Colorado. We're required to be not just real estate agents, but brokers. So I was putting off getting my broker's license, and I decided I'm just going to do it. And um, I haven't looked back. So that was... Uh, the real reason. And then I was just, I wasn't happy with what I was seeing in housing and I, I knew I could bring something new to the market. So. Yes. Yeah. Come on. New things. I love it. Um, when it comes to curating, cause I'm gonna jump right in. Cause I'm trying to get oh. to the nitty gritty. I want to know all the things. Let's do it. Cause I want to make this, this space of my, my little, my little home, my little, my little nest. Yes. So when it comes to curating your home, mm-hmm. after you've thrown everything away, because that's mm-hmm. what I started with. I started throwing everything I moved in here. Mm-hmm. I started throwing stuff away. So um, after you get to throwing everything away and then you're ready to start curating and making your space your own and and in your little touch, whether it's an apartment, whether it's a, a duplex, whether it's a home, yeah. a condo, wherever it is that you're living, you always want to make that like your space. Yes. So what are like the first steps to being able to do that, to make it your own? Okay. So I would like to say before you throw out anything, I think the first start is figuring out what's going on with you. I always tell my clients our potential clients um, during our design chat, like, why are you here? Like what's happening in your life that's driving change or the need to feel like you need a physical change in your spaces. And a lot of people jump right over that part and get into purchasing things. They throw everything away and then they buy a whole bunch of stuff. And the thing is when you're not thoughtful about where you're at, why you're doing what you're doing and what you want your space to not look like, but feel like the, really the truth of the matter is where you're at in your life 
is related to how you need to feel and how you want to feel. And then you let that influence what you decide to purchase. Mm -hmm. So um, before you start spending a lot of money and investing in new furnishings, decor and and whatever, whatnot, I, I think it's really, really important to get centered about where you're at, why you need to change, what you need to get rid of and what you want to um, eventually bring into your space. That's good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't think a lot of people, I don't think a lot of people think about that part. It's like, Mm -hmm. what brought you to this space or what brought you to this point in your life? Yeah. I know for me, um, currently, it's a new space for me. I'm transitioning from uh, life being a whole shit show <laughs> and to now having my own once again and now wanting to create um, just a space where I can come in and be comfortable. Like, I love my little space. It's not even everything that I want it to be, but it's mine. And so I can mm-hmm. come in here and be in that space. It's mine. Mm-hmm. I can... I've, I've worked very hard to bring the good energy in here first. That's been mm-hmm. the, the biggest thing mm-hmm. is making sure that the energy in this space is everything that I want it to be. Mm-hmm. And so even with doing that, I've had to be mindful of who I let enter this space, which Come a lot on. of us don't do. Come on. Um, I've been <laughs> mindful of who I let into this space, who I even... Who, who I even let know where I stay. That's, that's, a, <laughs> that's a whole word. It is. <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of times, you know, people just want to pop up and stuff. And I don't care about pop-ups because I do have an open door policy. Uh, when I'm home, I have an open door policy because, you know, everybody's home isn't their sanctuary. Everybody's home doesn't provide peace. Okay. So that's how I've always been. When I lived in my old place before, I don't know what y'all shaking y'all heads for. <laughs> never got invited. I have never been invited to your place. That is some nonsense. And that's a lie. <laughs> that is a lie. Policy not? I have never. That is a lie, Moses, because even before I moved in here, when I got ready to move into my other space, you had been invited because you were supposed to come here and do a photo shoot. So... Uh oh! I was saying, I was saying, don't come to my door. That's what I was saying. I don't. Know. I was talking about most of my yeah, most of some other stuff. Like, I said, yeah, don't pop up on me. You pop up on me, it's gonna be a problem. Well, Ooh, I mean, that's not your policy, though. Like that is my policy, though. I have an open door Pablo, policy. Pablo, you you are really DMV to the core, huh? Thank you. We talked about this already. Um, I am from Baltimore, Baltimore. Uh-oh. I don't know what the DMV is. He's from DMV. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. DMV. That's why Baltimore's a part and of the DMV. That's, it, it's it not. is. They just swear that's right. a different area, but that's they, always they, been they, my they policy. Have videos. Even they when I videos, lived though. in my previous, when I lived in my previous apartment, and even now, I always make that my policy. Like the people that I love and know, if you know where I stay, I have an open door policy, and just because I'm here, or if you come over here, that don't mean you got to talk to me. Mm. That don't mean. Mm. That don't mean you have to come in here and we don't have to talk. If you just needed a space to come and decompress, mm. come on in here. I got coloring books. I got markers, crayons, mm. paint, Girl. canvases. You can come in here and watch TV. I got my little salt lamp. You know, I got my little babies in here, my plants. Come so on. whatever your whatever your desire is or whatever your need is, then you can come through. 
Um, I got music. I got plenty of speakers around this thing. I got one. I mean, I got speakers. I even got a speaker in the shower. If you need to go in there and take a shower and decompress, listen to some music, then there's one in there as well. But I did not think, I mean, that that's just always been the beginning, but before I even started purchasing stuff. So I'm now in the space of wanting to purchase and I'm like, I want a groovy, like free spirited vibe. Like that's really what I want. I love that. But intuitively you took the time to figure out that's what you wanted and what you needed. And most people are actually not that thoughtful. They're moving through life so fast. And a lot of people haven't taken the time to practice stillness. We just don't. And when you do not practice stillness, you can never be in touch with what your heart and your mind is trying to communicate to you and what God or what universe is trying to get uh, across to you. So that's beautiful. That That's intuitive for you to do that. But the majority of folk are not doing that. And it's why our home is not our sanctuary. And the fact that you're saying I have an open door policy, the truth of the matter is you have an open door policy for people you trust who are not going to violate your space and not treat it sacred. And so when you uh, decide that that's what your home is going to be, you change. Like even Pablo's like, no, don't pop up at my house. I ain't necessarily mad about that to be honest with you. That's all because I'm what you're saying, even when you say you let someone come in and decompress, immediately I know that there's a part of you that resonates with being a healer, right? Because when you're saying yes. come in and dump your energy here, it means that you have the resources to clear your space and bless it again. But some people don't have to do that. So the importance of being able to know your boundaries, your physical boundaries, so that your home could be a place of rest and reset and rejuvenation is super, super important. And as Black people, the fact that we're dealing with the outside world all the time, it's so important that our home is that safe space. So it's, it's, you know, it's not just about, and it's not just about what looks good, it's about what feels good. And so you've taken the time to figure out what feels good to you, so, yeah. Cause I just, I literally just posted the way I want to come, the way I come home and be ready to get in the bed is insane. Yes. <laughs> because, <laughs> cause like everything was intentional, like about the color scheme in my room and things yes. like that. And I'm, I want to talk about that too, because yeah. a lot of people don't even know how color schemes and things like that play into the comfort and absolutely. Um, care of your home the psychology of your home yeah and on, the one Leo. thing that i ended i ended up learning that because i studied sociology and psychology in college so yes. it was like oh i had to learn all these things plus i went to school for early childhood education so we had to know about you colors know. and all of that other kind of stuff and how they affect your room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Because if you got a red, you got red popping off. Them kids gonna come in there popping off. I'm so just <laughs> <laughs> we had to learn those things. So, um, any of y'all got questions? Because I'm excited. Like this is this is my I, thing. No. So, I just want to know more about the stillness because I'm not gonna lie. I like I've been learning more about you know decompression and um just trying to be at peace with myself because when you're always on the run like yeah. if you like you know if you're always on the run like you don't have time <laughs> you don't have time to for yourself 
like yeah. you decompression is very important to me at least absolutely so i'm just learning about like the color thing i don't i'm not gonna say i'm a pro at but the, the stillness i want to know yeah. more about that. that's more okay. where, where i want to tap into perfect i love that i love that and i, I would love to start with that um, one of my anchor services is creating prayer and meditation spaces. Mm. So sometimes you're at home, right? You have a family, you have kids, you might be multi-generational. There's a lot going on. Being able to, uh, if you can't take the whole house to be your vibe, you create a space. Maybe you have a closet, a room, a wall where you're saying you're not into the color, but I just want to let you know the color plays and helps you influence the energy of stillness. So stillness is really about, for me, I'll say this, prayer is about talking to God, universe. Meditation is about hearing from God, universe. And then you, clearly your faith is about how you're moving with God and universe day to day, right? Mm -hmm. So your, I always start my morning, my daily practice is about talking to God and hearing. And if, if the only thing you can do is you're like, I don't have the money to invest in doing all the things I would want to do. Just get a quiet space. Do you have a quiet space in your home? Do you have like a room, a closet, a wall, an area in your bedroom where you commit to not letting anything defile that space in terms of you don't keep it messy. Mm -hmm. You don't let anyone come in there, throw stuff. You may not eat in this space. Um, you may not listen to music. I, well, I do. I keep technology out of my meditation space. There's no technology that comes in here. Um, and then every day, five to 10 minutes, sometimes we overthink it. We, we go into the space where it's like, oh, I have to be doing the most. You really don't. Five minutes, 10 minutes of just being quiet and spending time with yourself before you offer yourself to the world and everybody that's about to call you, text you, email you. is super, super, super important. And it's a way of not just resetting your nervous system, because that's what you're doing when you're practicing stillness, but you also, uh, it also allows you to decide how you're going to interact with people throughout the day. I've noticed them the days I miss that prayer and meditation. You might not know. I don't know what Khadijah version of Khadijah you might catch, to be honest with you, depending Ooh, on what's happening. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's true. And so that's really, really the importance of that stillness and not to overcomplicate the conversation. I, I grew up in church, right? And I feel like Religion has a way of sometimes overcomplicating how to bring peace into your life. And so really just five to 10 minutes of no music, no, no phone, no TV. I light my candle and I get still. And I just sometimes, sometimes it feels amazing. You're like, oh, I, I'm hearing things and ideas are coming to me. And sometimes you're like, huh, I feel like I'm just sitting here. But there's something so important about the discipline of just showing up. And when you do that regularly, stillness becomes not just a practice, but something that you long to have. So, yeah. You can do it. You can most certainly do it. <laughs> I encourage you to. And busy. especially Black men. I, I have a lot of women clients, right? But recently I've been having the opportunity to work with Black men. Some black men fall into two categories. Either, either they're OCD about their spaces or they're just kind of like lackadaisical with them. And it's so important that we not genderize 
<laughs> Put your hands or, or, or both. Or both. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I want to be both. Yeah, I think I'm. Yeah, I'm, I'm both. Depends on what part of the house you in. Depends on what part of the house you in. I'm not mad, but I want you guys to know that this is not something that is reserved for women or femininity. Mm -hmm. This is about the human experience. Mm -hmm. And you need the same sort of love and care that is invested into yourself as everyone else. So, yeah, I'm going to leave that right there. But it's super, super important. I got a a quiet room in my house. Um, The third room. It was supposed to be a guest room, but like I said, no, don't nobody come over here. So <laughs> it's it's my quiet room sure. now. Yeah, all like all the paintings that that, um, that we paint during that you know the time we've been in here is sitting on the wall and just sitting there. It's quiet, and you hear the birds in the background. Like it's, it's super dope in there. So yeah, is birds Pablo. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Pablo, how did you designate this space to be a guest room, but you don't invite people over? Um, cause when I first moved in, I had the delusion that I was gonna have people over. Six months in, okay. I was like, "Oh, it feel good to have nobody here." <laughs> that was it. You don't really like oh, people. Okay. Say it again. Say it you again. Really, you don't really like people. I'm, I'm not. Surprised. No, but there's nothing wrong with not liking people. I'm, I'm, I didn't I'm, say I'm, that. I'm I didn't say anything wrong with it. I think. Right. We didn't say nothing wrong with it. We we just uh, stayed I, obvious. I, okay, so listen. I, I'm, I'm I'm at that point. I don't like people. Yeah. Can you oh. over, can you overdo a space? Do you think there's a such thing as overdoing a space, like causing too much? Yes. Okay. Noise. Yeah, because yes. I was gonna say we got a couple noise. questions on Instagram. I forgot to say hey to our Instagram people. Say hey, y'all. Hey, but we do have some questions, and that was actually one of them. Um, Ayla uh, Rodney said, "Can you actually overdo decorating?" He heard mm-hmm. that simple is better. Okay, so I'm gonna start with this. I think taking it, one, you need to follow your own gut unless you're bringing in a professional, right? There's a part of you that knows when you're doing too much in any area of your life. And you're just like, so most of the times the reason why you keep bringing additional things in is because you keep looking at other people's stuff and being like, oh, I want that and I want that too and I want that too. Instead of, again, let's go back to that stillness, getting still and saying, okay, This is where I'm at right now. This is what I know I need. And these are the things that I feel connected to. Here's the colors that I'm vibing with right now. Here's the aesthetic that I'm going for. And then don't go and judge it against what other people have going on. It's when you start bringing in other folks, other opinions, um, doing over-researching, over investing in other people's ideas that you start doing too much. That's what I always find. And there's this feeling that you get. I know all designers can relate to this where you're like, mm, that's enough. That's the balance right there. You can look mm-hmm. at a space and say, that's it. Nothing else needs to be here. And you also feel when something is missing. So, and uh, clearly professionals, we do this every day, but you know it as well. And that's what I try mm-hmm. to really teach my clients is I really want you to be intuitive about what you need. Sometimes you can't afford to bring a professional in and you have to lean into your gut and say, all right, this is enough. And I know that this is enough. And the, and the one thing is when it's hard to start moving around, you guys, when there's no space to move and no one knows how to uh, intuitively move through your spaces. You got too much going on. That layout and that spatial planning is is really important. So that's always the first sign. Yep. Well, can we use things like Pinterest? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. I, I always, my rule is um, be inspired, not influenced. Mm. I like that. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, when I first moved here, uh, I specifically asked for, you know, the open you know, layout. And I moved open in. And, you know what I mean? And then, you know, the the man in me was like, oh, I need, you know, the wraparound couch and this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. I got a whole, I spent a gang of money on the couch. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get from the front door to the dining room. Mm-hmm. I was so upset with myself. I had to get rid of the couch. But, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, hey, yo, really? You was buying with your eyes. You was buying with right? your eyes. Yeah. Like, I was That's like, oh, I want this, that. that. Couldn't get uh-uh. to the dining room. I was like, uh-uh. yeah. So, no. but yeah. So, so you I got an open floor concept? Is your house an open floor concept? Absolutely. If I open the front windows and the back windows, the they, the people in the street can see in my backyard. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. That's the, my like next that. house, my, my my old house is like that. My next house is going to definitely be like that. Open floor. Love that. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm over here trying to catch up. <laughs> Instagram booming. <laughs> Instagram is booming. Okay. Uh, next question. Um, sorry. And that wasn't Rodney. That was Doc. My apologies. Oh, uh, he said, does having a man cave equal sacrificing other spaces, uh, decorating decisions by your significant other? (laughs) It should not. (laughs) I'm going to say this again. I'm going to say this again, especially if you have a partner. It's so important. Like you have your space, but they need their space too. Uh And it's just, it's unfair (laughs) to feel like you know that they don't deserve to have their own space. They are somebody. They are somebody too. So you know, right. I'm a wife. I get it. You know, I'm a designer for the most part. You know, my husband's like, do what you want to do, but I make sure to include him in the conversation when we're making changes. Yeah. And then that's why it's important to just have your own space. If you have enough space for your significant other to have your man cave, have your man cave. Seriously, do what you need to do. And ladies, go ahead and do the things you need to do. But most certainly, no, it shouldn't. It shouldn't affect it. Yeah. Because it yeah, it's important it. for both of them to decompress. Like, it can't be just, yeah. Not one-sided. And I think if it's an issue of, like, aesthetic, right? Sometimes your likes and dislikes are so far off. A meeting of the mind can help, especially if your man cave is open to another space and other people are going to see it and it breaks the kind of the flow and the energy of the home, then I think that's a conversation that you guys can have. But it's so important that you do have your own space that is all about you and you don't have to talk to nobody about it and bring in there what you want to bring in there. So, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love what you said. Like, you make sure to include him in the conversation. Yeah. Sidebar. Ladies, let me tell y'all something. Even if it's something that you know that he might not even give two cents about. He might not even care about the color. He might not care about nothing that you choose. Including him in that conversation is going to help it flow easier for you. Because yeah. if you if you have the conversation like, babe, which couch would you like? I mean, I, I like this one. 
Mm-hmm. But which one do you like? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always a way to make sure that they are included, but also still to an certain extent, get what you want. If you picked out all these couches and you know you like all of them, it's not going to be a bad decision. Like right. any of them that he chooses is going to be a good choice because you picked out all of the couches that you knew you liked. So that's right. And it's well, a balance of the energies, right? Yeah. Balance of energy mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Like if you have a home that just feels like you, but you live with someone. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just side eyeing there. I, I can only see y'all, but I'm side eyeing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and that's why I'm saying have your own space. If you're, if you're like, you know what? We're going to design the communal spaces together, but this closet, that's all me. I got to have this closet. You know, I'm, there's, there's a way to negotiate. So that everyone um, feels seen and heard, and that the home becomes everyone's sanctuary, you know, as a collective and individually. Yeah. Unless they're cowboy fans and you don't listen to nothing they have to say. Oh, oh okay. There's, there's that part. Wow. Wow. That escalated real quick. That escalated fast. I'm just saying. You don't have no taste anyway. They're cowboys fans. So, oh. Wow. Oh. Y'all, Alice. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Well, let us know how you feel. Hey, all I'm saying is just make sure, uh, make sure that you are including your peoples. And then Doc also said one more question: How often should you make changes to spaces? (laughs) Hmm, That's intuitive. You know when you need a change. Yeah, really, you do. You know when you need to change. And this is why I don't encourage people to follow trends. Trends is why people are constantly making changes in their spaces because all of what they're choosing has nothing to do with them. So Mm -hmm. unless you like investing in changing your spaces, and I don't know about y'all, if you like investing in nice pieces, that means you spend a lot of money every couple Mm of years, you know, Um, especially if you're buying pieces that are going to last for a while. Be careful with trends. That's that's all I'm going to say. I don't have anything against them, but... If it's not about you, it shouldn't be in your home. Your home should absolutely be a representation of you, not what you saw on HGTV. Absolutely. Yeah. My sister changed. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, baby. Uh -uh, I was was saying that my sister, she changes um, according to the seasons. Depending on what the season is, she's changing her backyard, her deck. And her, her kitchen and everything is going according to the season. And it it that. actually makes a, a nice flow for each season. Like when you're sitting out there in that back, it just in on her on her back porch port, um, it just feels really laid back. Like we could we will, we will sit out there all night. Okay. I just love that. Chilling, smoking a hookah and drinking because it has a feng shui about it. That makes <laughs> <laughs> it makes it, it makes it feel real real relaxing. So and and that's that's her thing. It's I'm going to that. change it according to the season because at this point this is what I want to do. I don't I don't want all this here, all this dark here. I want some more light. So yeah, hey, I get I'm exactly what you're saying. Yep. Yes. And she's in tune with what works for her. Yep. You know, Absolutely. everybody don't need to do that. No, but she knows what feels good to her, and I believe moving with the seasons as well, right? Even if it's small changes, um, you know, in the winter I usually have a heavy drapery on my windows. In the summer, I'll change that out. Like in the winter, I may have like a, a crushed velvet or something heavy, and in the mm-hmm. summer, I'll change that out for something linen. You know what I mean? Because I want the light to come in. I want the movement 
um, that when the breeze comes through. So I, I'm all for that. It doesn't have to necessarily always be colors, you guys. It could be texture and pattern, mm -hmm. you know, uh, the lines of your um, furniture and your decor. All yep. those things are included. That's so good. And I wish I was one of those people who had the energy to change all the time. Like, I barely be having the energy to decorate for Christmas. So, <laughs> that's a full time I mean, job. I'm not going to hold you. That's a full time nah, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. Some people a do lot. a full blown, like, over mm -hmm. the top. That's a, and I'll that's be like, oh, kudos to you because y'all going to get this little Charlie Brown tree on the table and we're going to get all that. Because <laughs> if not, this going to be up all year. Okay? Okay. It's a full-time job just to keep on being like, just to stand there and be like, I don't like this no more. Change the drapes. Change the drapes. No, 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 no. The oh. thing that I saw that people are starting to do now, which I actually think is pretty cool, is they're keeping their trees up, but they're changing it according to the um, holiday. The holiday. The holiday. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's it, that's super creative. Like some people so just crazy. leave the tree up. Don't do that. That's okay. lazy. That's, that's, that's lazy. Don't do that. That's lazy. It's not lazy. It's lazy to leave up there with all the Christmas angels on there. That's lazy. Yeah. <laughs> if I see, if I come to your house and your Christmas tree is still up, I'm I'm walking out. Bro, like you got eggs and bunnies on your tree. Bro, yeah, you I'm walking out. I don't, I don't care. I'm walking out. You might have the eggs and the bunnies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it depends out. on the color of the tree. So, so which some people have you like that really, really green tree. So you and, got the tree um, and it got hearts on it now for, for Valentine's yes. Day? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. so I personally don't put up, I don't put up a tree. But yes, people are doing that. I saw one for you should be ashamed Mayo. Of I saw one for Cinco de Mayo. I saw one for St. Patty's Day. What, 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 they, had, they had Coronas on the tree? So, like, so they had Coronas on Cinco de Mayo? That would be so cute. That would be so cute. There's nothing cute about that. There's nothing cute about that. Oh, a Black History Month tree? What? Black History? Nah, 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 like. Why y'all really, you guys are really going, what in the? So you, you gonna put an afro on top of the tree? That, that yeah, the yeah. listen, with a pick. <laughs> <laughs> with a fist pick, what you talking about? Pablo, I think we're the only ones. We're, we're the only ones. Give me a little mannequin, like see. It looks like See, it. See, if uh -huh. I do a tree, if I do a tree this year, it won't be a regular tree. It'll be like a mannequin because I do fashion and wardrobe styling. So it'll be a mannequin tree. Okay. And I like if I was to do that, Ayla, that would be something I do. I'd be then turned it into a, it. a little Black History Month mannequin and all that other kind of stuff. She, she, she decorates <laughs> the dress for the mm. Christmas. Yes. Yeah, yeah. for the uh, Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm serious. So if I walk up to anybody's house, there's a tree and it has That's coronas cool. on it. I'm I'm taking a corona, I'm walking out. I'm just letting you know. Not taking the corona, then walking out. I'm taking the corona, walking out. Hey, Lee. No, we're gonna have an intervention. We're we gonna bring all your friends over because you got a drinking problem. That's crazy. Huh? <laughs> That's crazy. Like they got a corona. We, we I'm gonna take corona and walk out. A corona nah, we is intervention. See, you, you're not a, you're not a good friend. You can't just leave them in there. I mean, but if it's for decoration, that means anybody can come in here and have a corona. Nah, I'm good. That's crazy. <laughs> Just my thoughts. Answer corona, Come on to my shot tree. Yeah, you don't have limes and shot glasses hanging around the thing? Got to. Why not? All right. 
cool. Like I'm not um Khadija, I'm not gonna lie. I'm feeling the background right now. I'm liking the wood in the greenery. Yeah, this is actually you guys. I I'm actually in my meditation space. Um yeah. If you go to my, if you go to my page, you, you can see it. I posted it on the transformation yeah. um, that I made. But for me, bringing nature in was super important so I could feel grounded. I, green happens to be my favorite color, but it's also um, in color psychology, green is a color that represents peace and serenity along with blue. Um, so that kind of that cool palette. And then I've sprinkled a whole bunch of, um, just black art and yeah, I see Rihanna guys, behind you. Uh, I see you know, Rihanna behind you. So uh, yeah, no. so I, I even I wallpapered my ceiling. I don't know if you guys can see this, um, but I wallpapered my ceiling. Oh wow, as yeah, well. that is Rihanna. Wallpapering the ceiling sounds sexy. Yeah. You are creative, creative. Wait a minute, <laughs> I've never seen that before. Okay. Um, um, Ayla, yeah. Ayla, Ayla. So what? Don't do it I'm, I've been good this whole show. I've been, I've been good this whole show. Don't do that. Don't Yo, guess what? Guess what? She she didn't say nothing to you this time. You started with her again. No, nope, I just said I, I told her that don't start. Okay, I, I've been good this whole show. I wasn't even talking. To, I don't even know what your problem. So, anywho, um, as far as the green color, yeah. I've been feeling green, and I actually do have green in my bedroom. I have I emerald. It. I have emerald green, plum, and mustard. Are my, I love it. Is my color. I love it. In my bedroom. Okay. I was real into plum and mustard. I love yes, that. Yes, emerald, plum, and jewel. mustard. I'm, I'm trying to Google on. the jewel tones. Yeah, you got the jewel tones. I like okay. you. You have me at emerald, but the mustard. You I love the emerald green. Now, nah, baby. You know what? You can look at the mustard. I'm trying to see the plum with it. You can think of the mustard, uh, even if you wanted to switch that out for like a finish, like a metal, like if it's a brass or if you prefer gold or Ooh. it doesn't necessarily have to. So when you when you do color palette, you guys, it doesn't have to always be the literal color. It can be a play off of the color. It mm -hmm. may be a finish, you know, instead of the actual um, color itself. So, yeah. Oh, oh the mustard can represent gold. Oh, yeah. Right. So you can put your yeah. palette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You guys I do. like that. I like yeah, that. So your Pinterest board, for your Pinterest board, bring that kind of stuff in and say, all right, I love this color. I don't necessarily know if I want the color itself. So what's something that's closely related to it that I can bring it in? Is there a wood that has a, a yellow tone or a gold a tone, tone in there? You know, mm -hmm. is, there a, is there a finish, a metal finish that I prefer or like? Is it a copper? Is it an actual gold? Is it a brass? There's all these different options. Um, that you can and always start, you guys. Always, 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 always start with a mood board. Always start with a mood board. Get your ideas down on paper before you start purchasing a whole bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. I think my next man cave. I want to do a. I want to do a bunch of DIY. D, um, D, DIY. Yeah, DIY. Yeah. Like I see, they made a whole couch out of like um, pallets. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. he turned it into a whole theater out of pallets. Mm -hmm. It came out looking real good. Yeah. I think I want to do something like that. Um, like <laughs> DIY stuff is extremely fun. A lot mm -hmm. of the stuff that I picked for the a lot of the stuff that I've been picking out has been uh 
because I, I knew what kind of feel I wanted. So when I looked up different colors and as I was looking for stuff, if it made me feel good, it was going in the cart. And then I sorted through the cart <laughs> as I, you know, decided further on what decisions that I wanted. So yeah. um, I was very like when I found my sheets, those mm-hmm. been in my cart since I looked at them like, no, these are the sheet colors. Mm-hmm. This is the comforter color. Mm-hmm. I got the pictures that I want for my bedroom. Those have been in the cart. Like I know certain things, but then as I've been picking out, like, mm, what color curtains do I want? So mm-hmm. I want this color. Do I want something that's a, a hint that's inside of one of the paintings that I got coming? That's or it. do I want it like an accent or what kind of thing? Because, and then I always bounce ideas off of my sisters and they always kind of spit back, well, wait till you get this and then you'll be able to see what you want. And then I'll be like, oh, I'm ready to put something in the cart. <laughs> <laughs> then it's like, <laughs> I don't want to spend no money. I'm just ready to put it in the cart. That's so happening. I know, That's the first like, this is, yeah, and then the I did, I decided that I wanted like, um, you know, the little blanket to lay across the foot of my bed, the little yeah, your throw, throw blanket. blanket. And I was like, I think I'm, I found a, like an emerald and I was like, Ooh, I like that. Got to have it. So, <laughs> so all of those little things and then like my little decorative pillows, those have been a combination of colors. And I even threw in like a like a cloud blue. And I was like, oh, that'll be pretty to kind of offset. And then maybe some pink just to kind of give it a little bit of a... So it's been fun. And that's why I was so excited to come across your page. Listen, y'all, I'm going to tell y'all something that I have learned from Instagram. When they have those ads in there, <laughs> click on them sometimes because oh. that's how I met. That's how I found Khadijah. That's how Ooh. I found Farah. <laughs> okay. Because I was just on there scrolling and clicking on stuff. And when I got to their pages and got to looking through stuff, I found that these were things that I needed information on. But also, yeah. I'm like, well, going into the new year, these are things that our audience would like to know, too. Or so I would think because right. it's the top of the year. You want to change your spaces. You want to change out stuff. Yeah. You want to be able to um, create a different vibe. And I know a lot of people who are in that space right now who are redirecting, who are yeah. um, redecorating, purchasing stuff, making it um, an amazing thing because your home or even if it's not your home, even if you got a room in a house, like yeah. <laughs> Making that room your space. That's right. And so um, making that room your space and where you can go in and decompress and have peace and all of that. So that's why I was like, oh, we got to get her on the show because not just having this kind of information um, is important for us as the team, but it's important for our listeners as they continue to do different things in their life throughout the year. Yes. Because our community needs us to be at peace. <laughs> like, man, our community, man. our family, our friends. Um, yeah. I don't really care too much about the job, but depending on what your job is, your job needs you to be at peace when you go out there and do that as well. So, Absolutely. My, job um, my job definitely, my job definitely does. Yeah, yeah, yeah Moses, I know your job does. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Moses be out there dealing with the people, you know. Like he be he be having folks walk up on him, getting ready to beat him up because he he just shut down 
little ATM. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, but I think it is important for these conversations to be had, but not just the conversations about our home and our sanctuary, but to also see that these are important things for black people. These are important yeah. things for our community because a lot of times we'll say we don't see black people in these spaces. So yeah. that was also a part of the goal this year was to show black people in these spaces of yeah. interior design, doing PR work and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, like I said, Instagram has been a gem. Really if you're looking for other black designers just to see other people in this industry, there's an amazing book that came out um, last <laughs> fall called Iconic Home by June Reese. You guys pick it up. It's 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 a beautiful, beautiful coffee table book. What, um, what is it? Called? Iconic home. Iconic home. Oh yes, I'll put it up. I just saw that on your page. Yep, Iconic Home by June Reese, and it has fifty amazing interior designers all across the nation that are doing just outstanding work. Have been doing outstanding work. You can see just their, you know, their different, all their different approach to their different approaches to design. You know, everybody has a different feel and a different vibe. And can I say that as well? That's important. You know, when you're choosing to work with a designer, it's important to see what their aesthetic is because that's Mm -hmm. the work that they love to do. So find someone that you are like, you know what, I like what you do and that's what I want. Um, Find Mm -hmm. that person because then what ends up happening is when they, do your space and you're usually happy with it when you're asking someone to like oh i love an aesthetic i'm not necessarily a a lover of i have have appreciation for it's traditional um not my thing but there are some amazing designers black designers who do traditional or transitional design um that you can follow damian jenkins he's a he's a huge one um a huge designer that does that type of work so make sure that you're finding people that uh, you can relate to that you love the work that they've already done. So when they start working with you, you'll like what happens in the end. Yeah, how important is um, how important is color? Oh. Like as far as like creating oh. a space of because like oh. the colors that um, I looked up the colors that uh, Leo you said was in your bedroom because I couldn't see mm-hmm. it in my head it going together. I can see the mustard. And I could see the emerald, but I couldn't see the plum. So then mm-hmm. I pulled those colors up together. I was like, oh, oh. that actually kind of matches her personality in a way. Love that. Yeah. Like it's very uh, bright and artistic and it is vibrant. And that matches her personality perfectly. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so how, because imp- I know like for me, I like a lot of different colors. My favorite yeah. is purple. My favorite okay. is purple, but there's okay. certain colors that just gives me probably a different serenity or a different feel than, than than another. Like purple is is gorgeous, it's a beautiful color, but it's not something that I was set in like my room. It's not yes. so. I'm gonna room. put you on the spot. Tell me a color that when you see, you're like, "Huh, I feel peace kind of wash over me." Um. I would say it will have to be a forest green. Well, let's see. Yeah. There we go. You it see how intuitive that is? Mm-hmm. So you guys, color psychology, that's what I consider. <laughs> Leo was talking about this in the beginning. 
color psychology is super, super important. And I'm a designer, I'm a wellness designer, holistic designer. So my work and the work that, that I do is rooted sense. in wellness. So color psychology, I never miss it. That's something that when I speak with my clients, I make sure that, okay, this is what they're hoping for. This is what they need. And I find colors and I, you know, research colors that I know are going to do that. I want you to also guys pay attention to hues. So you have blue, right? You have your mm -hmm. primary colors, but then there's this range depending on how much black or how much white or how much gray is added to a color that will also influence the mood. So be mindful of that too. Like you're like, I love a deep forest green. I love a deep green as well, which is why I put that in my meditation space. Mm -hmm. But some people are like, I prefer something like sage. You know, uh, um, you know what I'm saying. Like so it can, it can be very, it can all be different. It can all be different, and just this, this be intuitive about it. You know what you want. Yeah, what you want to know. And this is so important, you guys. So, so, so important. And color, I tell people, is the most is the is something that is so impactful for the least amount of money. If you want to change the feel of a space like this overnight, paint. But be intentional about those colors that you're choosing. Like you were saying earlier, Leo, you work with children. You're like, oh, we we were careful with that red. That's because red, hey, yeah. red, red is about it. passion. <laughs> red is about passion and, and yeah. love and all that other kind of stuff. You don't want that pop. You don't want all of that excitement <laughs> popping off uh -uh. when you got a classroom with 23, four and five year olds. Like you don't want that. Red versus right, so light. You're not going to paint the wall red. You boo, but you do want sprinkles of it. And that's where you get into the yeah. balance, right? So, and then sometimes, yep. depending on where you're at in your life, say there's someone who's like, I'm feeling low all the time. I never feel energized all the time. This may be an appropriate moment to get some red on your walls. And as yeah. soon as that, mm -hmm. when that moment is over and you've transitioned out of that space, it's time to change it. I had one of my closest friends and she's actually my business coach as well. She had a red office for about five or six years. And last year, she was like, I don't know, the office, I was like, you don't need it anymore. You've reached that goal. You've, mm -hmm. you've hit that place where it's time to transition into something that's your soft girl era, I guess, as we would call it right now. So, right. Uh, so just think about those things. Yeah. What would you say to men? Because um, I know we, we talked and touched on men having those spaces, mm -hmm. but like men having those spaces, but it seems like men kind of don't stray away from like black, gray and like a brown mm -hmm. or, or a tan or something like that like they don't they may not throw in a pop of red or a pop of blue or a pop of yellow it's like these mm -hmm. straightforward colors like should how would they incorporate that into their their space just to give it a little bit more life so that it's not i guess those colors come off gloomy at least in my opinion in your opinion woman um, so how would you change that space that it has a little pop of like color or just life into it? So, um, when I'm working with men, the first thing I challenge male, my male clients is to redefine their definition of masculinity. I think sometimes we are so socialized to believe that this is the only way men can show up. And there's a lot of times <laughs> men love a whole bunch of colors mm -hmm. and because they're so busy trying to prove their masculinity to somebody oh, that they're man. not giving themselves the freedom to enjoy yes. the range of colors that exist in the world so i one i start the conversation there and then two say that that is their palette i love grays i love deep blues i love browns and all that kind of stuff for me bringing nature 
into that space always mm -hmm. brightens it. Um, being mindful about natural light that can come in, you know, um, even the type of lighting that you're using, you may need to use brighter lights or have more lighting, you know, more ambient lighting or what we call general mm -hmm. lighting or layered lighting. There's task lighting, there's general lighting, um, there's decorative lighting, um, those type of things that create different ambiances for that space if you love those really deep colors. But the first thing I always say is redefine what masculinity looks like for you and then be true to yourself and don't worry about who the hell, what anybody has to say about it. It don't Absolutely. matter. It's about you. And as men get older, you see that they, just like us, they stop to start caring, you know, what people say. But mm -hmm. when you're getting ready to invest in your space and drop big dollars, Get what you want. You yeah. like a bright fuchsia pink. Maybe we won't get it in a in a sofa or a couch, but maybe it's going to be part of the art. You know, mm. um, maybe it's going to be a throw pillow. Mm -hmm. You don't. You're not. You're not locked in. Nobody's locked in. So don't lock yourself ever. Absolutely. We're not going to get fuchsia pink. We're going to get salmon. Thank you. You're going to um, get salmon. Okay. Okay. Salmon. Then. You gotta oh get God. that salmon. You gotta know your colors. But um, Moses, I, like, you had a fuchsia pink pillow. Huh? You had a fuchsia pink pillow. We had to have a conversation, bro. That's all I'm saying. First thing first, my fuchsia pink pillow won't be fuchsia pink. It'll be salmon. Thank you very much. You will, and, and you will not judge me. You see, she just said, "Do not judge me." Masculine. Hey, I ain't there yet. Right now, listen. I'm gonna tell you something. If I walk in the man house and he got a salmon color pillow, I'm gonna think some things, uh -huh. and it ain't gonna be negative. It's gonna be like, okay, what else you got up in here? Let me walk through. Let me walk first, through. First, what you got going wrong on? With salmon color, a sal and that's the you funny thing. It's not. Remember, there's nothing. There is nothing <laughs> wrong. That's the funny thing. It's it's crazy because I remember growing up, my mother tried to put a, a salmon color shirt on me, and I was like, no, take this off. And, that would and now that's a color that I gravitate to because it yeah. goes with my skin. Your skin tone. Beautifully. Absolutely. Absolutely. Come on. You better, you better talk face. about it. Like, beautifully. To make it even stand out, I'm talking about, I, I'm talking about like, I'm going to be a little conceited right now. I look oh. good in it. You better you better let us know. You better flex. You know what I mean? But like, like I said, but like I said, <laughs> you can scratch your head all you want. But <laughs> let's, 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 think, let's think about it. Like you wear Lakers, like everybody want to wear Lakers purple. It's actually purple. But everybody want to call it Lakers purple because it's more Lakers masculine. purple to make it masculine. Uh, <laughs> it's still purple, my guy. Uh, oh, Kobe. Lakers gold. The Lakers go, go. Right. just because it's just because it's just because it's Lakers. Mama mentality, Kobe. Yeah, Kobe no, no, buddy, it's, just, it's still yellow. <laughs> it's still yellow. It's still yellow. It's, 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 I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it what it. What's the real color? It is um, it's sunflower yellow. Oh, <laughs> all right. Well, all right. it's still yellow. As the kids would say, it's still yellow. I'm not gonna. I'm, I have to agree with you. Like certain colors, I've been noticing gravitates me now even when i dress like yes. i used to be hardcore black and white red solid colors Jesus. now i'm really going into the the uh the plaids i'm trying plaid colors yeah. out a little uh, bit yeah. um, I love that. um pastel colors 
Yes. Another that was a little long way now, buddy. You know what I mean? I'm gonna tell y'all something. It really does. I'm gonna tell y'all something. I like I like off white, but they call it sand white. Sand ivory or ivory. Yeah, ivory. Ivory. Yeah. Yeah. Those are beautiful colors. And they and like if you have if you have the courage to wear it. Come on. Talk about it. Yeah, and that's what I was just about to say because women love women pay attention yeah. to those kind of things. Like, oh, you got on pink. Oh, you were you. Uh, uh, uh. No, like, no, you gotta correct me. I don't have on pink. I have on salmon. Okay, Thank you got on salmon. You have on carnation. <laughs> yeah, carnation. You got on coral. Excuse me. You know, you got on periwinkle blue. You know, if you want to get into the depths of it, but like when you look at like a lot blue. of times women pay attention to those things when it comes to um, a man's house. Just mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Um, just like the bedroom. And that was a question on here as well. Um, okay. And his I'm going to say it just how he said it. Speaking okay. of bedroom, what's a good panty drop of color? <laughs> Oh, okay. Let's worry less about the color and more about the vibe. Your room is multi-purpose, right? You're not just sleeping in there. Clearly, you're hopefully having sex, and sometimes you're just hanging out in there. You're getting dressed. So it's really about a vibe. I believe that your bedroom that's the place where it's like if you talk about layering texture patterns lighting mm. and aromatherapy you guys smell that's, uh, that's something else that we often forget about like those things matter so um especially if you're monochromatic some people are like i only like light colors in my bedroom i want whites everywhere when you want to add visual interest are you that way yeah when you want to add sheet, visual interest, white, white sheet, everything. Yes. I'm the same mm-hmm. way. I love a white sheet, a white cover. But I add, white texture. I add mm-hmm. texture and pattern to all of that kind of stuff so that there's what we call visual interest. When you don't have any of those things, it falls flat on the eye and the bedroom feels boring or any space feels boring. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you're not supposed to be in there. You know, yeah. like your mama's living room that you weren't supposed to go into because yeah. mm-hmm. it was her white room. You don't go in there. <laughs> That's how a bedroom. That's how a bedroom would feel if it's just all white, everything. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna come in here. I'm not touching this. What can we say? You got some white gloves, so I can put them on and come in this room. Cause you're not about to say I touch nothing or had my little makeup on on it by accident. Uh uh. Ooh, that's when I got my hair red, boy. Oh, my hair is red. That is poor. Yeah, red there. is mm-hmm. word. You see, red that's hair. why I went back black. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but Cat Williams said, Williams said, if you got, if you're gonna have women over, you need to have silk, have silk them uh, pillowcases, some silk headbands, correct? Silk headbands. Sure. Have a bonnet. Some, some bonnets. That's why Bye. you have a nice thing, sir. They, they, they only $1.99 $1. $1. at the at the spot. Go ahead and grab grab a little nice little five or six up. We can grab a whole little bag. Yep. And even um being intentional about the, the feel of your sheets. Absolutely. Don't get some good sheets. Don't get them yeah, little yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not gonna hold you. That, good, that some good shit. Thread count. Thread count. Thread count. Thread count, baby. And breathability. That The breathable, yes. Breathability, you guys. You know, breathable fabric. That's it. Yeah, I, I didn't know nothing about that. I just I'm not learning. I, I learned that when I moved into my uh, first apartment. I was like, "Yeah, this don't feel nothing like college." Not it don't feel like because college feel like a terry cloth. That's what college no. is. College no. is terry cloth. Who remember Kmart? Mm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. When you, when you first moved into your first apartment, you go to Kmart and go nuts. You be like, oh, I got these nice sheets, and then yes, all do. of a sudden, somebody somebody takes you to Macy's and gets you your first thread counted sheet from Macy's, uh -oh. and you feel like you, uh -oh. you just be Legere. looking at yourself. I used to love Kmart though, because Kmart used to have a, the best color uh, color variations for bathrooms. Oh so yeah, it's so hard to find cute towels yeah. in a in a uh, a variety of colors for the bathroom. Oh, yeah. They did. Listen, <laughs> my listen, bathroom is colorful. My bathroom my is first very thing set for Macy's was crazy. Okay. I, 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 I threw everything out after that going forward. Everything <laughs> else. Everything. Yeah, everything my else. bathroom is colorful simply because like that's the first place I go in the morning after I come out of my room. So I need to be energized. I need to wake up. Yeah, yeah I need yeah. to be energized. I need to wake up. So it's real colorful in there. It took a lot of time for me to be able to find towels. Now I'm just trying to figure out how I want to hang them up. I want them all cutesy, but I haven't been <laughs> able to find ways to make them real cutesy. The ones that I see on Pinterest and other stuff, like they basic. So I'm like, no, nah, I don't want no basic. I, uh, I don't want my cast <laughs> to be basic. Like, you know, I want some some loop and loop and all that other kind of stuff. I want some designs on my towels because if they designed, people are less likely to use them. Don't use my decorative towels. Absolutely. That's that will get you put out. Don't use my decorative towels in my bathroom. Let me tell you something. Back in the day, if you didn't have no extra towels in there for me to dry my hands, I was using that yeah, decorative towel. You yeah. know I'm over here. Why you got this pretty towel here? But exactly. you I got the pretty towel out. Nothing. With your, with your initial on it. Right. But no, you don't have no With your embroidery. Right. Me and that decorative towel. I'm going to do I'm gonna I'm like gonna this. Wipe it under the back it part. Decoration. So you won't see it, and then I'm like, <laughs> come, come in, come in, like, why the tea towel wet? What about the tea towel just gonna be wet? That's it. I got that from my mama. My mama did not play about her decorative towels, and as I got older and I started decorating my own bathroom, I understood mm -hmm. that's what paper towels is in there for. You use paper towels for your hands, okay. and I use my decorative towels. You ever went to a Caribbean household? Play around no. if you want. Play around mm -hmm. if you want. Go to a go to a Jamaican household. Go to a Haitian household. Play around. With, go play around with their towels if you want. I air dry. Mm -hmm. I ain't play with them. Right yeah, now. you got it. Got it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Don't worry about it. We good. <laughs> you better wipe them on your pants. You better wipe your hands on your pants. First thing first, you go to a Jamaican. What I want? Who done used? Yep. Your friends have to go. Your friends have to go. Everybody. everybody. Not everybody, everybody. got to get out. See? Everybody See that's what I said. Uh-uh. I'm getting my cereal. My, my business. And I got to leave now because you want to yeah. be using the time. Everybody's going to stop. Everybody's going to stop doing what they're doing and look at you like, what you do? Mm -hmm. I just used the towel. The ones with the name on it? The fancy um, one? 
fancy one. That's it. A fancy one. A fancy. And we all we knew, like, don't. And when I got older, and it was people, and I would go in the bathroom, and I I would see the towel, like, like you know how you wipe your hands, it looked Mm -hmm. wrinkled Mm -hmm. and bald. Ooh, Who used my <laughs> I, I, I saved the day one time. Ooh. I just started fanning it. I fanned, I put the, fanned it, sat, put the toilet seat down, sat on it, tried to iron it out. Oh my God. That is hilarious. You made it worse because you done put your outside booty on my towel. Now you put your outside clothes. Now you put your outside clothes on my inside towel. Now we got Listen, I had to save the day. Look, it was either that or everybody get kicked out. Listen. <laughs> you wanted the party to continue. Like, no. Nah, yeah, nah. let's, let's keep the party nah, going. Okay. The food was slamming. What are you doing? I, I had to take it for the team. Mm-hmm. I got a question. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Pablo. Your thoughts on uh rugs. Oh I, I love, love area rugs. rugs. Oh, it's rugs. one of my favorite things to source is the area rug. Okay. It is like especially for people who are like, I just I really love neutrals, but I do want a, just a pop of color. Your area mm-hmm. rug is the perfect place to bring in, and I mean the extra, the mm-hmm. very extra. Mm-hmm. So I love, yes, love, love extra. area rugs, love area rugs. I actually just recently did um, a post um, mm-hmm. about that. So, um, and I'll share it with you, Leo, so you can share it with Pablo. Yeah. So what's your thoughts on people who put rugs on top of carpet? You know, it really depends on the space. I'm not against okay. it. I'm a I'm a I'm a wood I'm a wood floor girl. If you ask me my preference, I always love a hard surface on the floor, um, just because one I love the aesthetic, but then two, just the care for it um, is a lot easier, especially when you have a lot of traffic moving through. And if you're a person who doesn't require people to take off their shoes when they enter your home, yeah, they wild for that. You okay. know. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Carpet can be sometimes hard to manage, especially mm-hmm. if you're not great about maintenance. You know, yeah. so I feel like when you have carpet, you need to be having it clean at least once a quarter. You know what I mean? Maybe have something handy for any stains that come in there, depending on the color. And then, of course, whatever fabric they've used, wool or, you know, mm-hmm. it all depends. But area rugs, hardwood floors, that's my jam. If you want to layer it on top of a carpet just because you actually want to protect the carpet, too. Go for it. Yeah, okay. For it. Um, one more. Um, concrete floors, like in a basement. What love do you that. I love that? a polished. Con- I love a polished concrete floor. That polished concrete. Love yeah. a polished concrete. I think it okay. has such an amazing vibe, especially if you're into that industrial aesthetic. Super, super good. Great for um, maintenance and longevity. It will last you for a very, very long time. You know, you can do some really cool things with it. Um, even taking a concrete floor and throwing in some cool epoxy on it. I think you've probably seen people do that as well. Uh-huh. That's cool. Um, so I love, I love, love, love a polished concrete. Yeah, and I love concrete also for a countertop. A polished concrete for a countertop as well. Really? Yeah. And it gives yeah, it a vibe. I don't, I don't know what that is about that 
that concrete, like on the floor in the basement, it, it just, it gives it a, a, a vibe. It, may, it makes you feel like you can do all kinds of stuff down there. Like you can have Definitely. a party, you can just kick it. You can watch a movie. Like it, it yes. feels very like just, I don't know. It Inviting. makes you look like you out outside when you're inside. Maybe that's what no. it is. Yeah. Yes. Indoor, outdoor friendly. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah. it just makes you, I think that's important. You pointed that out, how different um, aesthetics can bring an energy to a space where you're like, oh, I just feel comfortable. I'm not even quite sure why I feel comfortable, but I feel like I could do anything here and it's safe. Concrete floors most certainly give that energy. And mm -hmm. carpet does not. At least if you was raised how we was raised. It was like, be careful. <laughs> Make sure you ain't dropping those no food yeah. when you're eating it. You know, so yeah, I love that. And for my for my guys, you just you trying to feel extra masculine, concrete, polished concrete floors are a great direction to go in. Yeah. What? I think like he gives it a, a rough a yeah. roughage or roughness. We like carpet too. Like you can do that carpet to a space. I like an extra plush carpet. Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, but yeah, I like shag. Too, but, mm -hmm. My mother's like a shag, shag carpet. Not shag. That's alpaca. That's alpaca. You gotta block yeah, that. I don't like shag. Shag. Like something shag. falls in there. I like done. good carpet. Yeah. I like good carpet because I like laying on the floor. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we know. Leo. We know. I will. I will. I love laying on the floor. You know, Leo. You don't heard the stories. Man, shut up, Pablo. I like laying on the floor because a floor is comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, a floor is is really good because a lot of people have black. He always reckless and bringing up stuff that don't even matter at the time of the conversation. I'm just saying. But for those of us who have back problems. If you have back uh -huh. problems and stuff like that, or if you have joint pain, like uh -huh. laying on the floor is really good because it helps to like, because you know Stabilize. beds sometimes like yeah they don't they, they don't yeah they do all of the other stuff that your body does not need when you are already in pain. So laying on the floor is good for that, but also it is good for grounding purposes. Laying on the floor, that's why I love play, like laying on the floor. And I love, I'm, I'm a country girl at heart. I love walking outside barefoot, just to okay. barefoot, concrete, in the grass, all of that. So laying on the floor is similar to grounding for me. Like I like laying on the, on the floor. It helps, mm -hmm. and I color. Like that's why I color at most of the time. I lay on the floor and I color. Yeah. I do too. I don't I like sitting at the table color. coloring. And it's cool. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't like sitting at the table coloring. That feels cool adult. That's a little That feels too adult. Yeah. yeah, that feels too adult to sit at the table in color. I like to lay on the floor in color. I do sit at the table, but I love color. <laughs> yeah, like sometimes. I, I mean, sometimes I do when I when I when I didn't been to the gym too much and I'm a little stiff and who finna get up off this floor? <laughs> I will sit at the table, but but most of the time, like I like laying in the floor for that. You know, like you said, the little girl in me, she want to lay on the floor yeah. and she want to swing her feet in color. And I watch cartoons regularly like i love it regularly so that helps to it. bring the space and it brings that childlike feeling and vibe in here mm -hmm. so it does give you the space and want to color like uh, you know you want to color go on and get one of them coloring books <laughs> join me down here on this floor um I on over here and and I, I, gotta, yourself. I gotta order me a new coloring book thank you for saying that Girl, go to the dollar store. They what? have all kind of coloring books. 
The Dollar Tree. I do have an adult. I do. Dollar Tree has all kind. Dollar Tree and Marshalls. You go in the book section at Marshalls. You go in the book section at Marshalls or TJ Maxx. They have coloring books. They have crossword puzzle books. They got the table of coffee coffee table books. Oh, and then Mm -hmm. here is the coffee table book that we talked about. Iconic Home. Yes, you guys. Pick it up. It is so beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. I even mm. like the way it look on the front. I wear that on the gorgeous. shirt. It's beautiful. And the inside of the um, book, the cover, the inside cover is uh, a wallpaper print from uh, two designers, Forbes and Masters. I don't know if you guys are familiar with them. Mm-hmm. Two amazing designers out of Atlanta, Georgia. And they have a line with Mitchell Black. If you guys don't know, Mitchell Black is a Black-owned wallpaper company. So if you're doing wallpaper and you want to support Black business, Mitchell Black is someone you can go to and use. And Forbes and Masters is one of the designers that they have partnered with and just sell some really, really dope pieces. I've used their wallpapers in um, some of my clients' homes. I'm actually getting ready to use one now. So check them What's out. What's the name again? What's the call? Mitchell Black Wallpaper Textiles. Mitchell Black. Forbes and Masters. If you go to the um, collections, Forbes and Masters are the two sisters. Beautiful. You'll see them. Wait a minute. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful work. You say Forbes and Masters? Forbes and Masters. Yeah, some beautiful uh-huh. wallpaper. Beautiful. So okay, the interior design. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, see? <laughs> oh, I love Wait, it. Wait, what you want? You on Instagram? Uh-uh, I Google. Right. Oh, you on Google. <laughs> I want to know. I'm, I'm over here on Instagram. Like, I want to follow them. Yeah, I'm about to follow, but I want to pull up. I want to make sure I had the right ones because you know you pull up something on Instagram or Facebook, be seventeen of them. You don't know which one's the right totally one. Different. Mm-hmm. You right. Yeah. You right. Yes, it's beautiful Ooh, and they're um, gorgeous. Okay, okay, girls, yes, aren't they beautiful? They're beautiful, black women. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. I love, Another reason um, why you have to pick up the book. There's just just beautiful black people, men and women who are doing phenomenal work. In this um, in interior design, so. yes. and that's and see that's always a good thing to know because you don't know what you don't know until you learn something you know. new. And so, exactly. so that is. Let me make sure we won't have no more questions on Instagram because okay. it was cracking over there. Um. Oh, that sounds nice. Um, Doc said he ripped out all the carpet and put down vinyl plank flooring. Yes. Vinyl. So let me tell you guys the difference. Um, most people know vinyl or laminate. And the biggest difference between the two is vinyl is water um, proof and laminate is water resistant. So if you have any type of water mm-hmm. damage, vinyl, you'll be able to keep and laminate depending on how long the water sat, you know, you'll have to replace it. Um, laminate has lots more options. Um, in terms of color and texture and looks more similar to uh, natural wood floors and then vinyl has the look of it but not the feel so just a little tip for anyone oh so that i love okay so 
when you said the industrial look, I mm-hmm. really, really love the industrial look. And I think once I get my buildings and all of that other kind of stuff, that'll be the look that I go for because I love the brick wall look, the steel piping, like mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff. I love the old industrial building look mm-hmm. for art spaces and things like yeah. that. Like I, that just yeah. brings out a whole different kind of feel, vibe, and energy. I feel like it is it brings the energy of creativity um, and the energy of um, pr- production. So. Yes. I, I want. I definitely want them spaces for my future spaces. Yes. Um, but lastly, can we talk about adding plants and nature into the home? Because I, you mentioned that before, and I definitely uh, wanted people to understand the importance of adding those things to the home as well. Yeah. So biophilic design, you guys, is about bringing greenery um, into your spaces. There are some really dope people on Instagram who specialize in plants and um, indoor plants that you can, you know, really be successful at growing if you're, if you have a green thumb. Um, I'm also a person who, although I love my live plants, there are some people who are like, I, I kill every single plant that I own. And you can actually <laughs> invest in those plants, you guys. Um, it's not the same in terms of the physical benefits, right? You have oxygen that's happening, um, having greenery, real greenery in your home also helps with um, being uh, productive. And it's been, studies have shown it helps you be more efficient. Um, I think that has a lot to do with the exchange of CO2 and oxygen, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But like you were saying, um, having wood floors, feeling grounded, your wood is also a part of bringing nature in having your wood floors and your greenery greenery it's trending right now lots of people um love to have the plants but you guys it's about life mm-hmm. about bringing life into mm-hmm. your space um i my questionnaire i asked people of the five elements like what do you feel most connected to so bringing uh water you have and you have the water feature in your space so, you know the sound of water you have your plants um smoke uh, your candles you know your fire that could be your candles can be your incense uh, if anyone sages or anything like that um what else metals metals could be super simple that can literally be the finishes in your home but making sure that you are really introducing all of the five elements into your space will help you feel grounded and also really decompress that nervous system see this was some good stuff. Y'all got any other questions? Y'all got any other questions? Any other good questions? Because I know for me, like the overall, I was really excited to just hear more about like your experience mm-hmm. as a interior designer and all that kind of stuff. Because most of the time, like like I said, we don't really get to know or get to see. Um, people of color doing things like that. And so when we do get to see it and experience it, I'm like, oh, yes, <laughs> I get excited because because then you know that there is a intention of us being able to make our spaces exactly what your brand is called, home and sanctuary, to make our home uh-huh. sanctuary and bringing those different elements and intentionalities into our space. So I love that. Thank you. Let me say this, with it in in light of it being Black History Month, Black people, have Black things in your home. 
Yeah, absolutely. I don't know how else to say that to you. Really and truly. Black art, Black authors, have your books, you guys. Your home should really be a representation of you. And sometimes you're, you feel disconnected to your spaces because you're not in it, literally. You're not in it. And you're so busy trying to play the part or fit in and look a certain way that you're missing the magic of who you are. So for all my all the Black folks that are listening, and not just Black folks, people of color, home is a beautiful way to incorporate your culture. You know, Moses was saying he's Haitian. I know you should have something Haitian in your home. You know what I'm saying? Um, my family's West African from Sierra Leone. I most certainly honor that. And Liberian, I most certainly honor that. Um, so for us, it's an, and that's another way to ground you and make you feel good about yourself. So mm-hmm. showcase your culture in your home. Make it your own mini museum, you guys, in, in a thoughtful way. It's a great way of curating your spaces and personalizing your space as well. Oh, absolutely. I love that. That's real good. I'm definitely working on getting black art. Do y'all have black art in your homes? Mm-hmm. Um, I used to. It's, I used to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got a whole, like I said, I got a whole cart. <laughs> I've been. <laughs> Like, I, I'm not going to tell y'all how many tabs I got open. Just know it's a lot. And then everything is, like, bookmarked on what I'm purchasing when I'm ready to purchase. I think so my Amazon like, I mean, thing is probably 2,400,073. It costs. It costs. Yeah, you know. But, uh, but even just... Yeah, she said 2 million. But even some of the... Um, some of the things that I want yeah. to purchase, like I, I've created like posts on Facebook where I ask questions about certain stuff. So I bookmark those posts. Yeah. So I go back to them posts and start purchasing stuff from black people and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. And even putting something, like you said, putting, even if it's not like cultural, but more with your family, putting your family pictures, yeah. not necessarily, mm-hmm. even if it's like ancestors or your great yeah. grandparents or whatever Absolutely. put those things in your home because it makes you remember who you are and who yeah. you are and what you're supposed to be doing and that you, your life has purpose yeah, yeah life has purpose. and another quick and, tip for art uh-huh. for, for black Absolutely. art you guys sometimes you can't afford the actual original pieces but sometimes those artists sell prints print. so go back and invest in mm-hmm. those prints you know uh, do your prints yeah. if you can't afford the actual original piece yeah, and oh, then just go back your little frame. Go back your yeah. little frame and put it in and put it frame. up. Yes, yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I just came from a workshop for photographers, mm-hmm. and the biggest mm-hmm. concept that the guy was telling us is like, print your work. Mm. Share, please art. share more about that. Yeah. Um, that was something I had an issue with myself, like you know, mm. with me being what I do, like you know, always. But I actually did that the other day. I printed one of my work and I just hung it up. Mm. And to be honest, it's been very inspiring. It's been very, just something just that you could look at just to be Mm -hmm. like, you know what, this is something that I created. So it just just means you just added something to the world a little bit. Absolutely, yes. And you personalized your home with your own dope work. That's amazing, yeah, Mm -hmm. I love that. So it's just something that, you know, it's always something that I always like, it kept with me, just something I printed, I did it, I printed it, so it was cool. 
I love that. I hope you guys really do take that tip. Print your own um, mm-hmm. artwork. My nephew, when he was five, he drew, uh, drew a picture of my husband. And I still have it. I framed it. And it's so special to mm. me. You know what I mean? It's He's never going to be five years old again. He's 14 now. And that was a moment where he was... It's a, <laughs> The picture of my husband, which is hilarious, but it was his interpretation. <laughs> it's his interpretation of him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's beautiful. That's what I did with my uh, my goddaughter. She draws a lot, and she mm-hmm. would like randomly draw me pictures. So mm-hmm. I just I put them like in a little book, and I said, once I get my space, I'm going to to frame them. All the that. that she see, she drew for me. I love that. Mm-hmm. It's gonna, that's going to be a really really dope photo collage wall mm-hmm. to see all those I've seen poets, you know, I've seen poets even frame their work like poets yes. like, they'll even frame their work so yeah. so you can frame any at this point I just feel like yeah. you just frame anything that's a part of you yeah agree totally agree I'm with you when you write Ramita she said and purchase our work from your dope ass friends absolutely yes, yes. yeah absolutely Yes. She has purchased art from me. I got she has art in uh two canvases of mine in her office at her oh, studio. Beautiful. I love so, her. Yes. yes, she does. She is definitely one uh that is about supporting your friends and all of that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And, yes. Thank you, boo. I gotta come see you. Um, <laughs> but overall. I am truly grateful for the information, the confirmation yeah, yeah. and the conversation because it has like opened up so many doors. Now I'm probably not going to be able to sleep because I'm going to be on Pinterest all night looking for stuff. Man, look. <laughs> I, was up. I, I was That's what I was doing over here. I'm like, I'm going to be on Pinterest. Oh, no, talk. Half of the time I was talking, I was already on Pinterest. I, I was already on Pinterest. <laughs> I already no, got it. I'm about to be up, it's- up. Somebody created a cognac, a, a Kodiak room, like the color. Yeah. Cognac. Yeah. Beautiful. With the lighting and everything. It was it's awesome. Uh, if you want, yeah. it, bro. Send it to me. Let me see. I want to see. Let me see. But um one of the things, <laughs> like since we were talking about colors and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. one thing that I said I was not purchasing when I moved in here, I was not mm-hmm. mad no more brown damn furniture. Oh. I don't want to see no brown furniture <laughs> nowhere. Nowhere? Literally. No. Because I like when I first moved out and like me and my ex lived together, we had this big old brown sectional. Then my last apartment and my last house, we had brown. I said, I wish I would buy anything damn brown. That's perfect <laughs> for you. And I love that That's- you're honoring that that color is triggering and brings up emotions that you're not uh, interested in having right now. Uh, I don't want no damn brown. That mean, like that brown to me is like last option. Like it can't be nothing else available for me to go brown. Here's and the good thing really though. I just settled. Even if you do so, go brown, you can go ahead and DIY it and spray paint it whatever color <laughs> you want. Listen, I be them, but I don't even want to buy a brown couch. I will not. We is not even gonna purchase nothing brown. None. Nobody's gonna force you. Nobody's gonna force you. But I'm gonna say, you're not gonna force me. You might, you a couple years, you might walk into 
a store and see the sexiest leather, brown cognac, sofa, nice lines. And you like, I think I'm okay. Hell no. (laughs) I hear you. (laughs) Right now. I'm like, give me a blue, give me a navy blue. I take yeah. a navy blue. I saw a pretty, really pretty rust colored orange. Oh yeah. I take oh, any yeah. color, any color but brown. I hear you. Gray for would it. be settling, but brown. <laughs> I would just, I would have to tussle, and I'm not buying nothing used. No, yeah. I won't do. I won't do. And ain't gonna make me. I, I, want I, want that, I want that big uh, it's like a pillow couch. I want one of those. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. The, uh, the nest. Yep. The one. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I live on Facebook Marketplace. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I enjoy Facebook Marketplace for other things. Like wow. I go on Facebook Marketplace for plants and you know stuff like that. But for my furniture, no. Um, and it's a lot of personal reasons as to no, hell no. <laughs> like anywhere that you can say no, that's me, that's, my, may, half my furniture in the studio came from Facebook Marketplace. I've never yeah. used it's Facebook different. Marketplace, never that's used different. How much your studio, you don't want to spend a whole lot, but you want to be able to furnish it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's cool. I, I hell no. <laughs> and I'm standing on that. I, I like, the bank when I first moved here. Like this table, this I'm mad mirror. at this table because I don't even sit at yeah. it, and I paid too much damn money for this table. That mm. mirror behind you look heavy. Oh, you look old you, and heavy. Yeah. This is this is my prop. If the house burnt down, that's what this you is take. coming with me. I promise. Oh, you. that's right. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> I love this glass you. falling out the door, but it's going with them. Huh? Is it a metal or is it a wood? It's a ba- that's a beautiful basket. That's wood. I don't even know. Don't even, I don't <laughs> even know. It ain't wood though. I, it's not wood. Okay. No, nah, it's metal. I was just it's told metal. it's metal. I don't okay. know. It's, it's going out the door. I, tell you I that. know that's right. You... <laughs> Walking out, <laughs> <Yep. laughs> So, Khadija, let people know how they can connect with you, how they can yes. uh, find you, and. How they can book your services. Listen, y'all, we're not bringing these amazing people on here for y'all not to book their services, okay? <laughs> go follow them. Go get inspired by them. All of that kind of stuff. Go look at their pages and yeah. see what works for you and how, like, what they have there can assist you in your journey, whatever yeah. that may look like. Yeah. If it means that you just get inspired because they should look really clean, <laughs> then Go be inspired by looking at somebody else's really clean home. Okay, that makes yes. you want to go clean up? Then so do it. Yes. But we're not bringing these amazing people on here for y'all not to connect with them. Connect with them. Look on their pages and book them because they are amazing at what they do. Y'all know I don't bring y'all no trash. Y'all no. know that. I'm so, here for that. <laughs> Kadesha, tell the people how to connect with you, honey. So you guys can find me on Instagram at Home and Sanctuary LLC. Same on um, what's up on Facebook, and my website is www.hosahomes, and that's spelled H-O-S-A-H-O-M-E-S.com. 
and you can book, you can uh, schedule your design chat. If you never worked with a designer before, before you start booking services, you really want to have a chat and make sure that you connect, make sure you guys are a good fit. And um, after that chat, then they'll send you um, how you can book services and stuff like that. If you guys decide to move forward, but that's how you can reach me. Sometimes it's not about booking services, you guys. I am really, really, really about being in the flow of who I'm supposed to be working with. Sometimes you're just supposed to watch and get ideas and DIY and do things on your own. And then sometimes it is time to bring um, someone in. And if I am not the designer for you, that is okay. Get out there and interview and find other designers because there's enough business for everybody. It's about abundance mindset over here. So I like that. Yeah, thank See? you. Unless you're yeah. a Cowboys fan. Don't forget that part. Unless you're a Cowboys fan, y'all. There you go. You need <laughs> help. You need help. Did you say we? This. You a Cowboys fan? No, I said, he need, I said he needs help. I do not like a Cowboys fan. Oh, I was about to say, oh, you're a Cowboys fan? I didn't know. Not even right, a little bit. Not even halfway. Not even a little bit. Wait, nobody's a Cowboys fan? No. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> um, Doc said buying a brown couch in 2024 is like buying a used couch from Florida Evans, sir. Oh, that is listen, so that wow. is deep, and I'm triggered. Well, I am triggered. Greatest villain <laughs> in history of TV. My God, Man, today. here you go on your soapbox. Yeah, yeah, but, I'm gonna leave it alone. I'm just saying she did. She the biggest villain on TV. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but thank you again so much for joining us tonight. Listen, again, y'all go check out Home and Sanctuary on Facebook, yeah. Instagram, and Hosa, H-O-S-A, homes.com. Even if you just need to get a little conversation going, you yeah. know, go check her out. Go check her out for inspiration and all of that dope stuff. Yeah. We, gonna, uh, we got some good stuff, so we're going to take a little break to get y'all some of these dope commercials. And then we'll be back to round this episode out. You know, with a with a few little things that we didn't see recently on social media and whatnot. Right, <laughs> we'll be right back because y'all know social media be doing this thing. So give us a minute and we'll be right back, y'all. All right, I gotta do a lot of scrolling. There's a lot of stuff on here. Here we go. <laughs> Show you because 
it's good. Y'all know, I told y'all, it was coming. It was coming. The information for the Fat Fam trip this year, it is called the Fat Fam Fiesta. We are in Punta Cana this year, the Fat Fam Fiesta. That's a tongue twister. The Fat Fam Fiesta Punta Cana edition is here, okay? Listen, we having food, drinks, music, vibes, and tropical views. We will be at the Royalton Chic in Punta Cana from September 18th through the 22nd, okay? I will put the link in the comment section so you can go check it out at your leisure and when I tell y'all, we don't do when I tell y'all, I don't bring you no trash. Okay? I don't okay. bring you no trash. Okay. If you check out the Royalton Sheik Punta Cana and then go ahead and book, you know, because, you know, my favorite girl of Unforgettables, she is helping us once again to put this whole thing together. And I am so very grateful for uh, having somebody to do this part. Because this ain't my thing. I'm going to just tell you where I want to go. And I'm going to let her take take over. So that's what she's doing. It is another PGC Media and Unforgettables tag team on this trip. But again, we will be there from September 18th through the 22nd. All right. So make sure y'all tap in. Tap in, tap in. And then, none other than Haitian Boy Images, he is looking to connect with y'all, all right? Listen, if you're in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia, Indiana, Illinois, Pennsylvania areas, check him out. He's looking to do some east, work with anything you. Anything east of the Mississippi, he got you. Anything east of the Listen, Mississippi. Listen, okay, anything outside of, you know, outside of the West Coast, he got you, you know. If you want to last, he'll meet you halfway. He might even come west, you know. I might, I might even go there. Don't, don't, don't say that. Right. So make sure y'all check him out. He does hey, hey, all hey, of yo. the things. Hmm? What type of place you got us going, man? They got swings and shit in in the in the lobby. Why? Why? Why is that? Why is that? Why is that? I forgot what's the problem. What's the problem? Pablo always got to find a problem. He couldn't even go on there and look yeah. at it and just enjoy that it was a view. God. He had to go on there and automatically think something was otherwise on there. Weird. Yeah, swinging bags in the lobby. You could tell. You could tell he ain't been nowhere. Okay. That's why Baltimore's by itself. That's why Baltimore's by itself. That's My why God, I, I, I understand now. But also, there's no B in DMV. All righty. Make sure you guys save the dates. 331-24. The Fat Girl Chronicles is turning five and we are celebrating. Okay? You are invited. We are turning five. Our birthday is 319, but we are celebrating on 331. I want you guys to join us. Details will be coming next week, so you guys will be able to purchase tickets and all of that good stuff to join us for our fifth anniversary. Listen, it's been a journey, but we glad y'all get to join us on it, okay? So, um, y'all know, this is the part of the show where we get to find and stuff, and I found some stuff. Um, but since it's Black History Month, I wanted to give y'all a good little laugh real quick. 
Because okay. this tickled me because this is really in some this is a celebration of black history month because this is real black people, black people in. Okay? okay, here we go. You make one of your favorite artists laugh during his concert. I wouldn't have got back that fast. I tell you that much. It would took me a minute to get back. Yeah, the crowd been saying for a little while before I get back on that. Listen, cause she was for real, for real. And then, of course, I have a, an additional um, Black History, Black People, Black People in moments. Um, this this one, I was really in shock, but it tickled me, and I cackled for a good little moment. So. <laughs> Let's see. Is it this? No, it's this one. Twin. <laughs> Where have you been? Nobody knows me like you do. Nobody gonna love me quite like you. Can't even deny it. Every time I try it, one look in my eyes. You know I'm lying, lying. I'm never gonna love like this again. You were made for me. Mm. Baby, you were made. You were made for me. <laughs> it's the mm. It's the mm for me. Miss uh, Angelou wouldn't appreciate that. It was too close. I was like, Brad, wait a minute. But here's the the effery of it all. Of course, my dear, I absolutely will. <laughs> Still, you rise. The smell of your perfume. I thought I was immune. <laughs> Looking around this room, can't help but see the traces of you. This moment is surreal. I can't put into words how I feel. Twin. <laughs> Where have you been? Nobody knows me like you do. Nobody gonna love me quite like you do. Even deny it every time I try it. One look in my eyes, you know I'm lying, lying. <laughs> I love you, sweetheart. I love you, sweetheart. <laughs> Listen, it was the twin. <laughs> twin. Twin. Because what Six. is even happening? And why is we even singing in Maya's voice? But... Um, I love black people, and so we gonna always do our thing, and that just tickled me to the core. Um, when I why saw are you that. talking like that? <laughs> 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 can't help it. That's in the mold with him. 
to the core. <laughs> Twin. Twin. Where have you been? Twin. Nobody. Right. Okay. Nobody knows me like you. <laughs> and and still you rise. That was the part that yeah, took that was me the out. Part. And, still and still you, you rise. rise. <laughs> because what? What are we doing? <laughs> um, but this next video is more of a conversation and it's going to be our last video so we can roll it on out because I know this conversation going to get a little deep. But I'm going to let y'all uh, check this out. It's like a minute and a half and then we're going to have conversation. Relationship and your homegirl's not in a relationship. Is it okay for your man to make sure your homegirl is good? Like walking her to the car. Whoa. And I'm not asking this to be inflammatory. A uh, very serious discussion that I think we don't fully have is uh, protection for, for women. Yeah. Um, and what that protection looks like outside of just the willingness to inflict violence. And so when we talk about your man being able to make sure your homegirl is good, it's like the qualities that you saw in him are you attempting to now bottle those? Do you not expect him to stand on his square when it comes to, because, because if that's your people, right? And, and most upstanding men I know support community on their shoulders. So it's like, I'm not saying he gotta buy all y'all drinks every time you go to the club, but it's like, I personally would like to be a man in a relationship where even if my lady people got a problem, she think to call me for it. You feel me? I'm not saying that me, I'm going over her homegirl house when, when her homegirl by herself and my girl don't know. That's not what I'm saying, but like walking her to the car? Like that shouldn't even really be a question. I, I low-key don't care if like you a stranger, if I'm in proximity like, and it's, it's within, and, and she comfortable with me walking her to the car, I'ma do it because that that's just how I was brought up. You feel me? Yeah, that part. You said yeah. what you said, black man. That part. Yeah, because so like, first um, of all, go ahead, Pablo. Yeah, that's your homegirl. We gonna make sure you get to the car. Yeah. That, that's just what it is. Um, it don't have to just be me. We both can take you down to the car. We can ride you down to the car. You get in our car. We'll drive you to your car. Make sure you get there. Yeah, we'll make sure you're safe because you people. So at this point, if you that's your own girl, she my own girl. Like that's what it is. So. Uh -huh. It don't. It, it, I don't think it had like like I when I saw I saw I did see that skit too. I don't think people take it a little step further. Like we forgot. Like they really forgot. Men forgot forget how to be men at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Like there's nothing wrong with being a gentleman. There's nothing wrong just because I don't know um, Ella. Don't mean I can't open the door for her. Like. It doesn't mean anything. Just be a gentleman at the end of the day. That's 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 basic concept of just being a man. Just yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that at all. I don't see not a problem with it. I, I, I think, think so many people are. Oh, go ahead, baby. Oh, I was just gonna say. I think the the because at first a good portion of the women was like, no, no, no. I think that comes from a scorn. Uh, I, mm -hmm. I, I I don't even want to say scorn. Maybe it just comes from a mentality of that whole thing where us is gone That's yeah all. yeah it's like it's it's like now you know if, if you don't trust your your man or even your friend enough then let's 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 dabble with that part first because yeah, what, 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 what is it what is it 
in your head or what have they done that makes you not trust them enough to, for him to at least walk her to the car. Like mm-hmm. my guy walks my friends to the car all the time. If they need, to, if, if it's sometimes I'm walking with him, sometimes I'm not, you know, he, but he'll walk them. So he's like, Oh, they about to go. Let me walk them to the car. And it's just like one of those things where he's making sure that they're getting to it's dark it's late. They down the block. Why would he not? I don't think nothing of it. You know what sure. I mean? But for some women who aren't secure in a relationship, yeah, or the or they've had some situations in that relationship, mm-hmm. or even with that friend, they don't trust it. Yep, yep. Um, I think sometimes we forget that people are people. Um, and yes, women do still need protection. I think also a lot of us have gotten away from just the understanding that. Women do be needing protection, especially black women. Like there's so many black and brown women that's coming up missing all over the place. And for you gonna trip because he walked her to the car, girl. Bye. And like he said, even if I'm a stranger and I'm in proximity and I'm watching, you know, not on no creep nothing, but I'm in proximity and I'm gonna make sure that you get to your car safe because I want to see you make it. Because it's a lot of people who wouldn't. Hell, when I'm on the phone with most of y'all and I'm like, uh-uh, stay on this phone until I get in the house. Uh-huh. Or, uh-uh, you sit in the car, get out, get out, especially, hey, look, get your ass out that car. Well, I will sit in that bad boy. I'm going to stay on this phone until you get in the house because it's, it's just a matter of courtesy and common uh-huh. care because we always talk about self-care and all this other kind of stuff, but we forget about communal care. Communal mm-hmm. care is care for the community and we need those things because hell how we out here surviving without communal care and if we're not doing that we're not paying attention we're not taking care of one another then what are we doing and i think um as far as just common courtesy and care goes a long way and not putting your insecurities and all of the other bs at the forefront of it Mm -hmm. like if your friend ain't showing you no reason not to trust her Hell, I, I mean, in my previous relationship, my bye. I'm finna go. Y'all can stay if y'all want to. I need to run to the store. I'm not about to question my best friend and my man. If I can't leave y'all here by by yourself, then what are we even doing? What are we doing? And why am I your friend? And why is that my man? Right. <laughs> because and then a lot of them women was in, like you said, Ayla, at the very beginning of the video, they like, nah, nah. Because they they instantly went to a different place in their mind instead of going to the place that she was taking. And he, she was literally saying like, is it okay for him to walk her to the car? Why did you even have to ask that question though? Why is that even a question? If it's okay for your man to walk your friend to her car? They definitely had an argument about it. Have we, have we gotten so far apart as a society that that's no longer a thing? Are we constantly combating each other to that point where now it's yep. just mm-hmm. like what? Yeah. I'm, I'm like Farrakhan said it best. Minister Farrakhan said it best. The most unprotected species person in the world is the black woman. And it's unfortunate because that's very true in that statement with the way that those women reacted. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to say this and people might gonna be mad at me but women are part of the problem they are part of the we don't protect each other exactly 
we don't protect each other. Black men don't protect us. We don't protect us. Like, mm-hmm. I'll be damned if I see something happening to a black woman and I don't say nothing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Or if you're like, you need some help. Hell. <laughs> and a lot of the times it just don't even be nothing extreme. It's simple stuff. Mm-hmm. Common mm-hmm. help and care. Yeah. Hell, I could be in the store and there's a woman reaching on the shelf for something. You, you need some help? Like, I mean, because you talk. Offer help. <laughs> I be wishing somebody might come by when I'm trying to get the date. I don't know why they put my favorite cereal at the top. Like, why is it up there? And they don't have no ladders in the store. I'll be having to wait for people to come. So, but yeah, we don't even offer simple things like that to each other. Like just reaching all the shelves. Sis, you need it. Here, let me. You know, but stuff like that. Yeah. You muted. What you say, Moses? Oh, oh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we don't um, even do but and, like and also, like y'all said, if a guy even offers a woman's whole mindset thinking he wants something else, not just being friendly or just being helpful. So uh-huh. yeah, the whole mindset is messed up nowadays. And women be the first ones at the funeral crying that their homegirl got, got murdered and thrown in the ditch, but you let her walk down the street to get to her car by herself. So mm-hmm. absolutely. You you wasn't with her or or at least let somebody walk with her. Oh, she good. Right. She had it. And now she missing. You can't find her. You know, something happened to me years ago. And I always tell this story because it was it was so random. I was trying to get on the train. And for whatever reason, I guess I wasn't counting my money right. I had no money on me. No money on my card. Nothing. I didn't have enough money to get home from work. And this guy just walked up. And he just slid $20 in the machine and added it to my to my bus card. It's, it's a bus and train fare card. They go hand in hand. And he just, he was like, I, he's like, I don't want nothing from you. I just wanted to make sure that you got home safely. And then he walked up. I ain't seen that man since then. You hear what I'm saying? Never seen that man after. And I take the train at the same time, pretty much the whole time during that time. And that was, I think I was probably like 23, 24 then. And that changed my mindset in a way of thinking that every time a man does something or tries to do something, it means that he wants something in return. Mm-hmm. After that, I thought about it like, why? And it could just be because of experiences. And then also what you've probably been taught, like don't no man do nothing for you unless he wants something from you. But that mm-hmm. particular man that day did that and that was it. And then I've been able to recognize when men are doing stuff just because, just because I'm a black woman, just because they were raised that way, just because I may be looking a little crazy that day, they don't want nothing in return. Mm-hmm. I'd be so oblivious. I don't even be knowing if it is something more than just a nigga being nice. I'd be like, oh, thanks. And I'll go on about my merry little way because <laughs> any other time, unless you flat out say something, unless I'm just you flat out say something. Yeah. being nice. Uh, because 90% of the time I'm just being nice and most people think I'll be flirting. It's not. Girl, yes. <laughs> like I am not you know flirting. when I'm flirting. You Try know me. when I'm flirting. If I'm flirting, I'm touching. I'm just nice. <laughs> Absolutely. It's it's a difference. It's a difference I'm, in the flirt. <laughs> and I'm going to touch you. But yeah. other than that, if I'm just laughing and kikiing with you, I'm just being nice. Yeah, I'm not flirting cool. with you, sir. I think that's the problem, I'm just too. Being nice. People don't, people don't know how to read the room. See if you a creep or not. Um, people don't know how to read the room. Yeah, people some people don't know how to read the room. Mm-mm. People don't know how to read the room. 
Uh-uh. That's always but been a problem. Again, with a sometimes lot of people. people really do be trying to be on something, and people might be like me. I'll be oblivious unless you flat out say it. I just be like, oh, okay. It's well, have a good day. It's not about oblivious. <laughs> yeah, so there's some people who really don't like who really everything goes over their head, but some people just be God. just don't know how to read the room. Like I could look, I could walk in. I that's the first thing I do. Like that's that's like the New York mentality in me. I read the room first. Mm-hmm. Have to, I have to. Mm-hmm. I guess I got to make sure there's no stranger danger for me. And <laughs> that part. <laughs> stranger danger. Stranger I walked, danger. I, walked, I, I went to a club <laughs> one time and I was like, oh no, I gotta go. Mm-hmm. Paid a whole thirty dollars and left in ten minutes. Listen, pay for parking and everything. Yeah, and I I got minutes. a sweatshirt. I got a sweatshirt that says, I came, I saw, I got anxiety, I left. <laughs> because that's, that's like, literally that's what it is. Okay, okay. that's exactly what it is. But that's before but I sometimes, even knew anxiety was a thing. Yeah, and you know, sometimes that'd be the protection. Like, now nah, go and get your ass out of there. Mm-hmm. Have you to go. But a lot of times I go to places and I'll be like, mm, yeah, I'm only staying for a little while and then I'm going to go ahead and go. But also, I people a lot. So my people meter be low. It'd be like, nah, I'm good. Um, I'm only coming because I said I was coming and I wanted to support y'all. But other than that, I'm finna go back home. I'm quick to do that, too. I'm quick to just to show up. Hi, be seen. Take a flick. You saw me? I'm out. You saw me? Hi. <laughs> hey, bye. Yes, yes, yes. 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 I took this picture. Remember? The last mm-hmm. <laughs> right, and then the last time I did that, uh, I got ready to go. My homeboy, like, no, wait, stay a little while, stay a little while. Okay, I'm gonna stay. And as soon as I noticed that he was not looking at me no more, or oh. he wasn't like in the vicinity, I slid right on out that door. I was <laughs> and, and by the time I was halfway home and he noticed that I was gone, he texted me like you have to. <laughs> 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 yeah, baby, I'm gone. I, I stayed. A few minutes longer. I wasn't there much longer, but a few minutes was all I could do, boo. That's all I but, had in um, I, I just wanted to have that conversation because I've seen that clip several times. And just the thought of us having to actually go through those thought processes in order for a man to be a man and provide protection for that woman is insane. Um, but we're going to have more of those conversations probably within probably next week. We're going to talk a little more about, you know, communal care, protection of each other and all that kind of good stuff, because I'm seeing more and more that it has become a thing that now we got to do all of this over the top stuff, ask permission and all of that for our significant others to do their, you know, do their thing or whatever. So, yeah. Uh, but thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for joining us for another episode. Listen, I hope y'all got some amazing pointers and tips and gems and all of that good stuff from our good, good girlfriend, Miss Khadijah Taylor of Home and Sanctuary. Make sure y'all check her out, hosahomes.com. That's H-O-S-A homes.com. And make sure y'all follow her home and the word home, not the, not the uh, symbol and not an end home and sanctuary on um, Facebook and Instagram. Make sure y'all check her out, connect with her and all of that good stuff. 
because you know it's some beautiful things over there she is absolutely beautiful spirit if y'all did not catch it if y'all want if y'all didn't catch the vibes y'all y'all off go on the stand outside a little while put your feet on the grass and on the Go hug a tree or something, cause y'all didn't catch them good vibes and them good, good energy. Get grounded. He <laughs> was in a bad space, okay. Um, but make sure y'all check her out, connect with her, all of that good stuff. And if not, if you can't connect, at least go on her page and find some inspiration and find some information because it might be exactly what you're looking for right on her page, okay. Mm-hmm. And then again, make sure y'all check us out. Um, this Friday, the aunties is back and another is. conversation this Friday. We're talking about healing the black man's heart. Yeah. Um, so we having that conversation this Friday. So make sure y'all join us. And don't forget about the Fat Fam Fiesta. That's Mexican, stop. Dominican. How you doing Mexican sounds? No, I'm not doing Mexican sounds. Latino people roll their tongue. <laughs> <laughs> not? Crazy. Um, <laughs> I'm dedicated to a Mexican. But the Fat Fam Fiesta in Punta Cana, we will be at the Royalton Chic um, September 18th through the 22nd. Stay tuned. Make sure y'all go on and look at all of the information over there so y'all can not meet us there, but join us there. Not I meant to say not beat us there, but meet us there. And then March 31st. The Fat Fam five-year celebration of PGC, the Fat Girl Chronicles. And you guys are invited. All of the information will be in rotation by the beginning of next week. Link and all so you can join us. We will be in Chicago, Illinois, just for those who want to know. So y'all will be able to connect with us, commune with us, and join us as we celebrate Five years of the Fat Girl Chronicles. It's been a journey, but here we are, okay? So, um, yeah, we are out. We thank y'all. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all for always rocking and rolling with us. And y'all know what I say. Whatever you do for the rest of the evening and the rest of the week, don't do it with your half ass. Do it with your whole ass y'all we about this thing we love y'all appreciate y'all two fingers and we in in the words of the mouth and we out you gotta do it with your whole ass